Relationship issues? Relationship talk. On 702. On our relationship feature this morning, I want us to talk about green flags in a relationship. Like, unlike red flags, which are warning signs, green flags let you know when things are headed in a safe and healthy direction with your significant other. Right? Whether it's someone who's expressing themselves and they're not afraid to discuss their emotions, that's a, that's a green flag. Uh, maybe it's someone who's respecting your boundaries, uh, someone who's demonstrating consistent communication. Right? Every time we do advice on dating, whether you're giving it or you're receiving it, normally advice on dating and relationships tends to focus on the negative, like the warning signs on what not to do, what not to say, what to avoid, what the danger zones are. But what about the good stuff? Hmm? Can we talk about the good stuff? Many of us are quick to call out red flags in potential partners and in relationships. Green flags, on the other hand, tend to be a lot less, tend to be given a lot less um, attention. Uh, and that's why I want us to focus on that this hour. And they signal you to say, continue, because this is going in the right direction. I want to ask you this morning, what are some of the green flags that you look for in a relationship? So you're going on a date, what are you looking out for? Or maybe over the, the period of a year or of six months, what are those green flags that you are looking for and how do you identify them? Give us a call on 11 8830702 or send us a WhatsApp voice note on 0727021702. Lee Joy is a relationship and dating coach who's going to guide us through this conversation. How are you doing, Lee Joy? So good to be back. Good to see you. <laughs> Lovely to see you. I was too. telling you off air that I saw you in Bryanston yesterday. <laughs> uh, it was so lovely, but I was in a meeting and you were walking out with your daughter from a store, I forgot now, next to Seattle. <laughs> and I was like, should I say hi? I was like, ah, I'm seeing her tomorrow anyway. <laughs> so good to see you. I always love having you in studio. Thank you. Green flags. Um, let's start maybe with how you understand green flags. What are they? I love this conversation. I agree. Like, it's really important to understand, like, what the red flags and the amber flags, like, we've had those conversations. But let's embrace, as soon as it's love week, Let's embrace uh, what are the positive things in a relationship. Mm. So for me, green flags are, yes, it's a go. You're like, yes, this relationship is um, something to uh, uh, foster and nurture and, and, and take the next step in. And there's, it, it'll, it gives you a sense of safety that uh, making yourself vulnerable and remaining authentic within the relationship mm. is, is safe to do. Mm. Why then are we so quick always to spot and flag, you know, the red zone? So we look at the red flags in the potential partners than the green flags. I think because I don't remember the last time where I thought, hmm, what are the green flags here? <laughs> Until I read, I was reading about this last night. Normally, yeah. it's always, ooh, what are the red flags? <laughs> you know, and then that's when you're like, okay, I need to be careful of this and this and this. I think, like from a biological point of view, right? When you fall in love with somebody, you're in that in the honeymoon phase, the um, oxytocin, which is the bonding chemical, which you get from cuddling and kissing and and making love, um, glosses over everything else. 
So you'll meet when someone meets someone, you're like, oh, I like them because of this and this and this and this. And you say mm. all the green flags why you like them. Mm. But because of the oxytocin, it kind of glosses over the red flags. So I think as friends and family and, and in my business as a coach and a counselor, I love hearing the green flags and mm. I really want to hold space for that. But it's also important to understand and look at the red flags so that you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Yes, yes, that's very important. Okay, so some people will identify red flags from the first date. Some people will give it about six months or so to identify those red flags. When it comes to the green flags, how do you navigate that? Because sometimes someone may not necessarily be vulnerable or they are comfortable to talk about their emotions Yes, you may think, oh, that's a red flag that Clement is not affectionate or vulnerable. But then in six months' time, Clement can be affectionate and vulnerable because we also learn how to love each other. I want to love Lee Joy the way Lee Joy wants to be loved. So how soon should you be identifying and judging whether the person has red or the green flags? More so the green flags. Such a great question. Because if you understand like love bombing from a narcissist, you would. Un- I think we've spoken about love bombing before. Yeah, just let's explain it to maybe some <coughs> listeners who, who missed it. So love bombing has got to do with where you shower somebody with affection and you almost ramp up the way that you show up, how you show them that you love them. So now, narcissists use this technique to fish people, to hook people in. Um, and then the, there's a cycle that they go through where they abandon you and reject you and then pull you in again and love bomb you and push you out. It's like this cat and mouse mm-hmm. game that they play. So in the beginning of a relationship, someone might be fly, uh, uh, showering you with love and that could be a good thing. But if it's excessive, then that's a red flag. So it's the quality of the, the, the showering of love. If it's over the top, then be worried, be, be careful of it. Um, I also think that that I, I really wanted to talk about this topic because exactly what you were saying, Clement, is we so easily, readily look at the red flags. Mm. Like I want us to like really go and swim in the ocean of, 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 of and the beauty of, yeah. of green flags in relation, even like 5, 10, 15 years down the line, mm. because mm. you can get married, be married for 10 years and mm. a whole lot of stuff kind of falls, falls off the side of the bus because you're no longer showing up in that way. But some relationships are. Yeah. They're consistent. There's emotional intelligence, you know, a whole list of, host of, of, of ways that they show up. Yeah. I mean, I'm really not kidding when I say, when I was reading up on this last night, for the first time, I started identifying the green flags in my past relationships. You know, I would say, oh my goodness, when I was this person, you know, this is what was being done. This is the kind of personality that came through. Um, there was comfortability with emotions. And not, n- not once have I ever found myself where I'm considering the green flags. Always, I can tell you of all the red flags of all my past relationships, um, but if you say green, you know, I need to sit and think about it. And not because they don't exist, but because we don't give it um, um, a lot of time. Do the green flags then necessarily indicate that a relationship has a strong potential and longevity? I think it does point to uh, potential, but I think longevity has got to do with consistency. Mm-hmm. So if, mm-hmm. if, they're cons- if both parties are consistently showing up, um, practicing these green flags and maybe not all of them all at the same time, but 
majority of them consistently, I think that then both both people would feel safe in the relationship and want to take it further. So green flags are really powerful in developing a foundation for a relationship, a strong, healthy foundation. And often when we talk about um, my best friend, he or she has become my best friend. And it's because of those green flags that that friendship is built. Because mm, you... They're doing something that works for you. You're doing something that that works for them. I want well, us to go. Yeah. One of the sorry. One of the green flags is that somebody else want to just jump into bed with you. They want to get to know you. So why a red flag is that they just want to jump into bed when they don't really want. They don't really know who you are. They just mm. want to get do that deed if you mm. want to put it that way. Whereas if someone who wants to take the time to get to know you is a green flag. What if someone says, "Well, I'm just passionate and I just can't wait to touch you everywhere." <laughs> That's how much I want you. <laughs> cool. And then, I mean, if that's, if that's uh, uh, accepted by both also, parties, then cool. That's it, but right? is it consistently getting to know the emotional yes, side of you and the spiritual yes, side yes. and the intellectual side? If they're only wanting to mm. touch your body and not touch your heart and not touch your mind. Ooh, touch your body and not your heart and your mind. Wow. Ali Joy, that's so important. Okay, let's go to some WhatsApp voice notes. I'm asking you this morning, do you consider green flags? Huh? What are some of the green flags that you look in for a relationship and how do you identify them? And do you check those on the first date? Because some people are like that. If, if they're not seeing the green, the three top green flags, then we'll go through some of the green flags with Lee Joy in a moment. If they don't, they're not seeing that, then that's it for them. They don't want to do this. But some people are more patient. They're saying, I'll give it a six months. I'll give it a year. This person can learn to be vulnerable. This person can learn to be more considerate on this and that. Um, or are you a type that says, I want those green flags on the first date, otherwise I'm not doing this? Wow, what a beautiful conversation. Um, because I think, yeah, it's true, we always do look for the red flag, doesn't it? I think a green flag for one is, um, are we able to have a natural conversation? Nothing must be forced. Um, I feel like I'm still being myself, even though I still have, even though I'm, I have to play a part of, you know, well-mannered and but at the same time, if you allow me to be myself and laugh and nothing is forced, I think that's a green flag from a person. Um, yeah, and a person who's just decent and has got chivalry, it's just a natural thing. It's not something that they have to do. It just, it's just who they are and what they are. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah, be yourself. I mean, imagine being in a relationship with someone that you can be yourself when you are with constantly have to pretend the problem with that is at some point you're going to let your guard down because none of us can pretend forever and ever maybe you can fool that person in a year but at some point there are bits of who you really are that are going to start coming out and then now the person is like whoa who's this because i didn't know this person over the last six months um or, or a year but what happens then um Lee Joy, if i don't really like this real Lee Joy, or maybe the real Lee Joy is too impatient, for instance, and shouts at people when we're at a restaurant, the waiters, you know, what happens there? Because that's, that's the real personality you have, not that you're owning it and it can't change, but I'm beginning to see that and you may feel this is who I am and I want to be comfortable for you to see me. I don't take rubbish when I'm at a restaurant. You make a mistake, I want to let you know that you are messing up. So she talks about, uh, thanks, thanks to the caller, 
She talks about being authentic and being mm. ourselves. And I think you're alluding to it, how important it is to be ourselves. Mm. And I think one of the green flags is if somebody is able to be themselves, because it takes a lot of self-work to come to accepting uh, the beautiful and the shadow sides of, sides of who we are. And how we show up in relationship is up to us, right? We, we get to decide whether that is how we want to be or not. So um, the better we know ourselves, the easier it is to show up as who we are. And if someone sticks around and my clients, I've got a client and she said, you know, I don't know if somebody, can, if this partner of mine really loves me. And I was like, well, why? And she goes, well, he doesn't really know me. So I said, so whose responsibility is that? And she was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, isn't it your responsibility uh -huh. to share who you are? She's like, yeah, but what if he doesn't like me? I said, well, if he doesn't like you because you've shown you who, shown mm. who you are better mm. than if you don't show who you are and you and he like and he says he likes you and you just you he's like no he's lying to me he doesn't it? but it's not his fault because you haven't shown up who you are mm. so but it takes immense courage immense courage to show up who we are in all our facets mm. uh but i highly recommend it because then you can trust the person that says he, he or she does love you because they have gotten to know who you are yeah uh colin on the whatsapp line says clement and lee joy um a great green flag is shown in a person who has a heart for the vulnerable. Um, examples are animals um, and the destitute. Okay. I mean, okay. Colin says that. And, and uh, I mean, for instance, that's a green flag um, for Colin. So, I mean, Colin would not clearly not be with me in the same house because I don't, I'm not a big fan of pets and, and animals. I didn't, I wasn't raised like that. I'm only now when I've got friends who've got dogs, I'm learning to, you know, interact with them, but I'm not going to be rude and mean and, you know, terrible towards them. So, um, is it best to communicate these things? So, should I be communicating that as Colin, I actually like people who are vulnerable with animals? I'm so glad that this was brought up because it's one of my, I'm going to be controversial. Mm. <laughs> I love controversy. I get, <laughs> I get so mad when people say, oh, bad people don't like dogs or don't like cats. And I'm like, listen, I'm not crazy about animals. My mom was killed by an elephant. I'm, oh my goodness. So I'm like, I, I, I don't hate animals, but I'm a little bit wary of mm. them, right? But then I get judged because I don't like animals. or It doesn't mean, like you said, I'm not going to be mean to them. No, I'm going to kill I, it. No, exactly. I'm not going to hit it. But I don't want anything, it to be on, on no. my space. Exactly. Um, and, and you know, when they're dog, dog lovers and, and um, my kids don't go and jump on your lap and kiss you and hug you. So, so I, why would I let your kids do that to me? Mm. So, <clears throat> but what this comes down to is and I've got I, the work that I do is I'm all heart. So you can't say that because I don't like animals, I, I haven't I haven't got a heart for. I mean, I've got a heart for people. I might mm. not have a heart for animals. Mm. And sure, the destitute and orphans are that kind of mm. thing I work with. So mm. I think what he's trying to say, what I'd like to think he's saying, is that look at your what you value. A green flag is if somebody values pets like you do. If somebody values the destitute like you do. Like mm. if you have a certain vision or goal that matches mm -hmm. i think that's a green I, in fact i know that's a green flag mm. yes no absolutely um i want to see oh there's another message here hi clement anonymous here i think green flags are boxes that are automatically ticked in our minds 
and red flags stand out and we get drawn to thinking about them as much. Um, great show. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Yeah, we, we really get, you know, sometimes um, the red flags are just drowning us because that's what we're spending so much time um, thinking about. So are, are there green flags that you need to pay attention to more than most? And maybe before we get to that, can we go through some of the green flags, um, Lee Joy? Um, you know, I, I mentioned some earlier, like something like someone who's good at communication. That is, I mean, we think communicating is the easiest thing ever. Wait until you get in a relationship. Like we, for some reason, whenever we get in relationships, we struggle to communicate, whether it's communicating what has hurt you or communicating what you want, what you need, how you want to be loved. I don't understand why. Like when you are with someone you love and that loves you, why is it so difficult to just tell them how they've made you feel or how you want something to be done? Because we find that to be so complicated and most of our problems could actually be resolved by communication and not by fights or arguments just sit down and having a genuine easy honest communication mm, i agree i agree it's i, I think also develop, like, how we communicate to ourselves is a mirror of how we communicate to others mm. so if we're able to have deep conversations and be real with ourselves we're able to have deep conversations with others mm. I, I think the massive barrier and boundaries is rejection which is a fear of rejection and abandonment. So that's why people don't talk. But they don't realize that if they don't talk, they are going to get they are going to get abandoned and rejected. So, um, yeah, communication is key. Yes. Let's take Tabang in Sibokeng. Tabang, good morning. Hi, Clement. How are you? Hey, Tara. Hey, Sharp Sharp, man. Mm. I, I, I pose a question to your guest there. Mm. Yeah, Clement, at, at one point, do I say this is a, a red flag, the person uh, that met, uh, uh, rather than saying that this is an attitude that uh, can be changed? Yeah, I'm going to ask you to you please know? repeat that, Tawang. You, you got cut off there a little bit. Please repeat the okay, question. Okay, what, what I'm trying to say, at what point do I say this is a red flag? Because uh, there are some attitudes that can be changed. Maybe I just met you. But uh, I see yeah, here and there, I can, you know, this person needs, uh, you know, some guidance. So mm. where do I see this is a, a, a red flag? Because mm, mm. sometimes, you yeah, know, as, as you say, sometimes you're meeting someone and once you talk to them about it and they probably it's something they haven't even realized themselves and they can yeah, yeah, easily work on yeah. that. Work on that. So I want to know where do I say this is a, a, a red flag? Mm, okay. So for me, it would be when um, you share with the person what you what you want them to do differently, and they firstly don't take accountability, so they're all responsibility, and they don't apologize, mm. and then lastly they don't take the actions to to change the behavior. So that becomes a red flag for me. Um, I think that maybe it's not a once-off conversation to be had. There might be room to be able to have a second conversation about something because maybe there was a misunderstanding or it wasn't fully understood. Uh, but for me, actions that older dodge, uh, actions speak louder than words. And if someone's uh, not willing to take the action, um, I think that is your answer. Got it. Thank you so much, Tabang, um, for for that. Um, some more WhatsApp voice notes coming through on 072 
702-107-1702. Before I get to that WhatsApp voice note, let me read this um, SMS from Noni who says, Hi Clem, I think this is true in both romantic and all other relationships. We must show vulnerability, otherwise we're not showing up fully um, in that relationship. That's a message there from Noni. Hi, Clement. I love this conversation. I just wanted to share a green flag moment that I had recently with a guy that I'm in a talking stage with. We were in an argument and I was naturally flustered with emotions and I wanted to get through just to get over it. And I said, let's just forget about it. And he stopped and said, hang on, wait, we're not going to get over it. Let's talk through your anxiety. Let's talk through your emotions. Let's talk about why this is making you feel the way that you're feeling. And for me, that was super refreshing because he took the time to care about what I was going through and what I was feeling. So, yeah, really look out for the green flags, ladies. (laughs) These men do exist. (laughs) (laughs) The men do exist. We are there. We do do exist. How beautiful is that, though, Lee Joy? Like, let's get over it. And and the partner says, no, 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 actually, let's talk about it. Because one of the green flags is, like, People who can express and discuss their more emotions. They're not scared to be vulnerable. Yeah? Well, I, I first want to celebrate him for the journey that he's had in his life to have gotten to the point where he recognizes that that's something important. So he must have, um, in some way, or shape or form, experienced some really difficult emotions, either with a sister or a mom or a dad. So kudos to him. Yay, there's still out there. <laughs> yes, there, there are many out there. Yeah, and thank you, Noni, for sharing. Um, the, the, the Sorry, Noni was the, the mm. message before that. Mm. Um yeah, I, I, I think that, Clement, I think that our thing with this conversation today is for us to start talking about the green flags, mm-hmm. to start like flooding life with, with li- you know, with beautiful stories. Cause mm-hmm. I think that it's so easy to get stuck in the red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point, it's so easy to be negative. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to point out what's negative, but to really start celebrating the green and, and to consistently, uh, celebrate someone in that way yeah. so in this relationship the um that this lady was talking about is to don't forget to keep saying thank you to him for showing up in that way ah. celebrate that that's how he's showing up and every time he continues to show up that show Do your that. appreciation okay. for that so that he continues Because often we're quick to go you're toxic you are doing this that's emotional blackmail or that is this because you're responding to the red flags but actually get into the habit of thank you babe for actually just being so considerate. Thank you for actually insisting that we actually have a conversation about this. Thank you for being vulnerable. Because we don't do that a lot. It's 11.30. Relationship issues. Relationship talk. On 702. It's 24 minutes before 12 o'clock. We're talking about green flags on our relationship feature this morning. How often do you pay attention to green flags? So unlike the red flags, which are warning signs, green flags sort of let you know when things are headed in a safe and healthy direction with your significant other. Maybe they don't mind being vulnerable with you. Hmm? They're not afraid to talk about their emotions. Um, They're not afraid to apologize. They don't let their ego take over. You know, they validate your emotion. They respect your boundaries. They are consistent when it comes to communication. Those are some of the green flags. Do you look out for those and do you often celebrate and thank your partner when they are showing green flags? Or are you always the one pointing out the red flags? I want you to share your experiences with us around what green flags you look out for 
in a relationship and, and how you often identify them. How soon do you identify them? Do you identify them on the first date? 011-883-0702 is the number to dial. Your WhatsApps on 072-702-1702. A WhatsApp message here um, from Jay uh, says, Hi, Clement. A woman offering, not even paying, um, offering to pay at least half of the bill is a green flag for me. It shows that they're mature and it shows the ability to think for the other person and independent mindedness as opposed to following the usual crowd that's entitled and selfish. So green flags are more about what they mean when they see them. An empathetic person will think for you in the future and an entitled one won't. That's a message from Jay. That's a good green flag, right? So you're going on a date, I'm going on a date with Lee Joy and Lee Joy is like, oh, let's go half half. You know, Jay says that's a big, and, and Jay says it's not that I don't want to pay, it's just that knowing that you're actually so considerate like that is, is quite, quite a green flag. Yeah, I mean, I, so, so I don't drink alcohol, right? I'm a recovering alcoholic. So I wouldn't even offer to pay half. I would be offered to pay mine. Because, I mean, a Coca-Cola is cheaper than <laughs> Hennessy. <laughs> and if you're going to have five Hennessy's, I'm not going to be paying 200 Rand for your Hennessy's. <laughs> Sorry, Hennessy. <laughs> so, but I, 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 I do agree that we have to make some kind of effort to offer something towards mm. the bill. I, I, yes, I think chivalry is important. I do think chivalry it is, is important. It is, but also this is a tough economy. Yeah. And this expectation sometimes and the entitlement when you don't even know my financial status and you think that we can come and the bill is five grand and, well, you're the man paid. I just think it's it's just so off the mark. Unless you know my context and you know my pocket, at least then I'm like, okay, still, you're still entitled. But I just feel men out there are being put under so much, much pressure, pressure. Joy, that no, I agree. they're scared to ask you out on a date because you're going to choose a place and then they're scared because they're thinking, am I even going to afford to go there? So even when they're with you there, they're not enjoying the dinner because all they're thinking and counting is, am I going to be able to pay this? Yeah. Um, and I just hope we can get to a stage where that doesn't become a factor. Yes, if I'm able to pay, I can. If you're able to pay, you can. But it doesn't become an expectation, you know, so to speak. So I've just, I've just, I, I see in pictures and I've just mm. seen a picture. So in that scenario, let's say for argument's sake, the man, the woman sees the man paying for the bill as a green flag, and the man sees the woman not offering to pay half the bill as a red, red flag. flag. <laughs> Disaster. That's their last date. <laughs> that is their last date. So, or, or the other thing is to say, thank you for the, for the evening. I'd like to take us out next time. Yeah. You know, so it's to, uh, one of the green flags for me is being able to speak about finances. Yes. Being the other green flag is the other person is financially, fiscally responsible. Because mm -hmm. how responsible is it to take somebody out and spend five thousand rand on dinner? Mm. Okay, maybe they can afford it, so maybe that's not a. But great don't question. spend five thousand rand on a dinner when tomorrow you don't have anything to eat in your house, right? Mm. Or you don't have money for transport, or you you don't have money for petrol, but you just bought a twenty thousand rand shoe the other day, or you bought me. A shirt that costs 10,000 rand. I mean, that is a red flag. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> that sure. is a red flag. Um, uh, let's go to, okay, Jenna in Maraisburg says, Hi, Clem and Lee Joy. I'm currently four months 
seeing a gentleman that ticks all the green flags. However, recently he wanted me to lend him money. I said I'm unable to assist and he said he understands. Now I'm skeptical about us. I also don't enjoy our time together. Hmm? I also don't enjoy our time together. I mean, that, in, that right SMS flag? started so well. Like, the guy ticks all the green flags, but recently he asked for money. Um, and then she says she's not able to assist. And the guy said, I understand. But now this lady says, I'm now s- skeptical about us. And I also don't enjoy our time together. That's a red flag. Why? Why are you not enjoying your time together? What's happening? Are you having a boring conversation? Um, please, uh, Jenna, can you just send us another WhatsApp explaining what is it that exactly you don't enjoy about your time together? Jenna sounds like when the the boyfriend... Do you call them boyfriend when you are seeing them? It's been four months. Because the other listener said we're on a talking stage. Oh, there's so many stages. Yeah. So what is this one? So when you're seeing someone for four months and you're seeing them, that's not a relationship, is it? I also am a bit confused because there's, there's talking, there's, there's dating. So there's talking, so I've asked you out. Yeah. Yes, you're just chatting, talking, flirting, chatting, yes. And then yes. seeing what? We're going you've on never dates. Date, you've never kissed. You've never, there's been no physical That's contact. That's talking. Okay. Dating and there's been physical contact. Okay. And then relationship is your boyfriend and girlfriend. We committed yeah. monogamous or non-monogamous, but we have an agreement of how we're doing this thing. Okay. They are, yeah, I mean, they're seeing each other. Why? Why do you think Jenna... When this guy asked for money and Jenna was like, mm, because Jenna seems to suggest that recently when he asked for money, you know, she went, mm, even though the guy said, I, I understand. Maybe she's had experience in the past where people have come to her because they just want money or because that's a red flag you would have. Because you constantly ask yourself for people who are more privileged than the people they see. Many of them ask themselves, is this person here for money or are they genuinely here for me because they love me? Yeah, it's a great question. I think also the Tinder swindler and catfishing. Mm. And I mean, it's the biggest red flag in a relationship mm. is if somebody yeah. asks for money. So I think. Especially what, four months in? Yeah, for sure. And we're for seeing sure. each other? Yeah, for sure. In a relationship, yeah, ask me. But but that's tough. I mean, they've been, they are in a committed, from what I gather, they're boyfriend mm. and girlfriend. Mm. She's seeing all the other green flags. Mm. And this now, I don't understand the context of what he needed the money for and how mm. much it was for. I mean, if he was asking for 50 rand for data, I, I, don't, I, I don't see that as a problem four months mm. in. But if he's asking for 5,000 rand to pay his child support, Oof. you know, that's a mission. Yes, yes. Let's go to some more WhatsApp voice notes. Good morning, Clement. Uh, a green flag is when a woman or a partner you're dating takes your feelings into consideration and actually tries to change or fix herself uh, so that you, you feel better and all the good stuff and someone that can actually value your, your thoughts and your, and your feelings. Mm-hmm. Close on Devlin. A good day, Clement, and good day to your guest. What if you find out that there are green flags, but in the same token, there are red flags, and in those red flags, you are not prepared to compromise, i.e., I'm not prepared to compromise on someone who always say I, I, I all the times. What can I do? Can I just say, oh, this is fine, because there are green flags? Thanks, David. Hi, Clement. 
Carol here from Randburg. I think green flags are there in most relationships. But often what happens is we've been conditioned so much to look out for red flags that we're honestly forgetting to just acknowledge the good stuff that other people are doing. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of rewarding good behavior. I think we need to constantly be thankful for when somebody is showing love, for when somebody is showing up, for when somebody is making an effort. Instead of ignoring that and focusing on when is the red flag going to come up. I think that's where mm. the challenge is. Mm. Thank you, Clement. Great show as always. Keep well. Thank you, Carol. Great to hear from you. On the other side, when you were, because you visited us um, two days ago, you were co-hosting the 702 Open Line with us. Um, yeah, you need to reward, as because Lee Joy was saying that. We need to tell when your partner does something and is more considerate, you must say, thank you, babe. Um, thank you for, for being so vulnerable. Thank you for this. Um, and, and not just always pointing out to what is wrong and what the red flags are. Yeah. Let's give out the red, the green flags. Um, what are some of the green flags? So I've got a, a, a system that I've created called the tripod model. Mm-hmm. And it's got three aspects of authentic, so authentically connecting to that which is sacred. Mm. The second is authentically connecting to yourself. And then the third is authentically connecting to the other. And then I have an acronym of how we authentically connect to ourselves, to the sacred, to the, to the other. And it's spices. So it's uh, spiritual, physical, intellectual, creative, emotional, and sexual. So if we go, if we look at that, are, are we spiritually connected? I've be married to two men that weren't Christians or weren't practicing Christians. Wait, married to two men at the same time? No, 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 two different men. Okay. 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 Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know. (laughs) And and the yoke, it wasn't, um, there was a burden on, on our relationship around spirituality. So I think that that's something that one really has to consider that if you're um, that you spiritually on the same page physically I think that you like somebody's focus around health if that if you've really high like Clement you love running mm, and being mm. healthy I can't imagine you being with somebody that doesn't take phys- their, uh, their mm. physical health into consideration mm, I think that would mm. be difficult in your relationship right mm-hmm. um, Intellectually, it would be around uh, work, uh, work commitments. Um, so somebody who's a, who uh, is a workaholic would be a red flag. Somebody who understands work-life balance would be a green flag. And then we spoke briefly about finances and yeah. being on the same page as someone around finances. Then C is creative. Um, and there I love um, Esther Perel. She's a guru in relationships. And she speaks about the health of a relationship is determined by how creative you are. So that can be creative activities that you do together, Mm. but also creative problem solving, Mm. which I love. And then emotional, you spoke a lot about the emotional, uh, um, so emotional intelligence, boundaries, uh, communication, um, understanding each other's triggers, respect for boundaries, consistency. Um, The others are like similar upbringings. If your upbringing is very different, 
Um, you spoke about finances where somebody maybe comes from a very uh, well-off family mm. and then they mm. marry somebody that hasn't come from a lot of money. There tends to be that question of, is this person with me for my money or do they really love yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. So it's not to say you can't be with somebody wealthy. It's just having those conversations really early on and sh- and to ensure that that person knows that you're not with them for their money. Yes, For yes. argument's sake. It's and then... Yeah, do you, do you have some more? And then the last one is the sexual. Last one, okay. The last one is sexual. Okay. And I, I did a show earlier this week with Aubrey where mm. we spoke about how do you talk to your partner about sex. Mm. And being able to have that conversation about your desires, about your fantasies, is for me a massive green flag. Mm. And being able to share mm. with your partner what, what you enjoy and, and have the, your partner share back as well. Oh, what you want them to kiss you. Exactly. We're so scared of those conversations yeah. because why? Mm-hmm. Uh, because we think uh, maybe it's also sometimes, and I'll say quote unquote male fragility. Because sometimes men, when women often say, "Hey, I want you to do this this way," men think, "Oh, are you telling me I've been failing at satisfying you?" No, it's not about <laughs> you. Like it's just about us here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, communication, communication, communication. All right, it's nine minutes before twelve. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation with more of your calls and WhatsApps. Relationship issues. Relationship talk on seven o two. Eight minutes before twelve o'clock on a relationship feature. Green flags is what we are discussing uh, this morning. Let's go to your WhatsApps. Good morning, Clement. This is Gordon in Boxburg here. Clement, a lot of women. Um, you'll meet her today, and later on that day, she'll be asking for for money to do this or she'll be telling you about her rent or about her child that she hasn't paid school fees or or fuel or whatever you know so it it it, it immediately that is a red flag you know but then like the, the 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 lady that jay was speaking about where she said she offers to pay that is a green flag clement trust me that would be a, a huge green flag because i mean immediately she shows that She's there for you. She she doesn't have any other intentions or ulterior motives. She doesn't want your money. She doesn't want you to solve her problems. She wants you. That's why she's even offering to pay for that. So that is definitely a green flag. I agree. Good morning, Clement and your guest and 702 land. So a green flag for me is when a person knows how to apologize when they are wrong. That is incredible. Mm. I know people that have been married for over 20 years that say that their partner, no matter what they've done, they will never Mm. apologize, never. And sure, I couldn't imagine that. So having a partner that is able to admit that they're wrong and actually say sorry, that's amazing. Mm. Palestine Waterfall. Oh, that's so important, hey? Like an apology when when someone has done something wrong, just the ability to come and say, I've wronged you, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. It's massive. It, it shows humility. Mm. It shows humility and it also, um, it really creates safety within a relationship. Yeah. Hi, Clement and your guests. Kusnat here from Soweto. I've come to realize uh, with my wife that, you know, some of the criticisms that he, um, she does, um, of which I used to take them as red flags, but I tend those criticisms as uh, green flags and they've helped me to achieve a lot in my life, to come out of my comfort zone uh, because I've realized that they push me uh, 
to be out of my comfort zone to do things that I couldn't I couldn't have uh, uh, um, done them if uh, she didn't criticize me the way she criticized me. So I think sometimes we look at some of actions that our partners or our spouse they do or they say, then we we just uh, take them as red flags. But uh, if we look at them deeply, you find that they are not red flags, but they are green flags. Thank you. You know, to make them an acknowledgement that uh, you were wrong and then apologize, it's easy for us to move on rather than uh, holding a garage that you did not acknowledge that you were wrong. So that for me, acknowledgement uh, that you were wrong and uh, it's gives uh, the road ahead uh, keeps the road ahead longer and then the same as uh, my red flag uh, uh, sorry my green flag i mean is that when i'm wrong i'm very very quick i don't even beat around the bush i'm very quick to uh, acknowledge that i was wrong and i apologize very quickly i don't procrastinate uh, doing that uh, look in pretoria Hi, Clement. Um, you know, I've heard uh, several times that uh, being diametrically on opposite uh, works for relationships. Uh, it complements each other, actually. So I- I'm, I'm confused now um, with your topic today uh, when you talk about the you know, green flags and all that. Because what I've heard, and I think it, it is true, you know, when you are you know opposed to well you are when you are different from each other you know it, it works much better because you obviously complement each other's uh, weaknesses and strength uh, you know and so on and so on and your comment on that part we should do a, a whole other conversation about that yeah absolutely i love every time you hear we always <laughs> there's a conversation we always want to do bring you back for uh, you also told me about something called nato not attached to outcomes apparently it's a popular thing among the gen, the gen z's. z's yeah we'll bring you back to talk about that just quickly because i'm out of time is uh, a, a decent relationship with an ex a green flag or a red flag so if i have a or you have a decent relationship with your ex and i'm dating you is that a is that a green flag or a red flag or it depends on the extent of that relationship so if it's an ex-wife or ex-husband and you have a de- decent relationship so that you can manage the relationship with the yeah. kids, amazing, green flag. Decent okay. relationship and still contact with an ex with no children, red flag. Okay, red flag. That's it. Lee Joy, thank you for making time. So awesome to be here. It's two minutes before 12.